Hey boss women, I'm your host Lindsay Lawless and you're listening to the Women of Wealth podcast, where we blend the woo with strategy so you can create a confident, powerful, and secure relationship with your cash flow. I am on a mission to educate and empower women around their finances so we can create more women millionaires. More women in positions of power means more wealth into the hands of women, empowering them to build a legacy for themselves and their families, all while increasing the frequency of the planet. Like, come on. And this starts with healing our relationship with money so that we can bridge the masculine and the feminine and bring the soul back into money. So if you are looking for a space to learn about creating additional streams of income, organizing your finances, stepping into abundance, and getting your money working for you, then you're in the right place. Let's do this. So hello, wealthy women. Thank you for tuning on to another episode of the Women of Wealth podcast. Today, I have Daniel Hatton, and I'm so, so excited to have her on the show today. She's a dear friend of mine and also someone who is also a coach. She is a clarity coach as well as a breathwork teacher, and she works in this really sexy, juicy space, um, specifically supporting women in really bringing approval and acceptance to their desires. And this is for women all over the globe. She's tapped into all of the communities. Um, And she's just such an amazing person to know and to be around. And she is also, you know, a huge expander for me and so many other women. So without further ado, I will turn it over to Danielle and let her share a little bit more about who she is and what she does. We'll kick it off. Mm, Thank you so much. So excited to be here and to share this space with you. That was so yummy to receive. Um, Yeah, I'm Danielle. I am from England. I have just spent the last four years living in America and now I'm a little bit nomadic figuring out my next steps and where I'm living and what I'm doing. And um, I work with women in figuring out what it is that they truly desire, what their truth is, uncovering what they actually want from all of their conditioning and beliefs and blocks and going underneath all of that and finding it out and then bringing approval to that so that then they can begin creating it. And we do this in a process of embodiment, in acceptance, in revealing, in standing in truth. And yeah, it's just the yummiest work and I love doing it. I've been coaching for seven years, but in this realm for the past year, really, it's transitioned as my own personal journey has transitioned and, you know, we can only really coach on what we've been through ourselves. And so as I've evolved as a woman, um, my coaching has evolved and I get to serve different women on different topics as I go through my journey. So just open to approving of that journey as it comes and goes and being fluid with it. So that's a little bit about my work and what I do. And to me, I am in the space of rediscovery and reinventing after letting go of a lot of things that didn't feel in alignment to me anymore. And yeah, it feels really juicy and exciting and a really beautiful place to be and just giving myself grace and credit on the journey and letting it unfold how it's supposed to. So yeah, that's where I'm at. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing all And that's so beautiful, you know, that you are so embodied in the feminine that you're able to allow yourself to evolve and let things that aren't serving you anymore fall away so that you can make space for what's coming in so that you can make space for what's coming next and what you're creating and how you can be of most service. Mm. So beautiful that you're willing to give yourself that grace and that space to continue to evolve and continue to unfold because it is such a process like there is no destination in this body of work in the divine feminine in this feminine work 
there's no like endpoint. It's not like, okay, got it all now. Like we're good. <laughs> you really are on a lifelong journey and it's a wild ride. There is a, not a lot of predictability <laughs> in mm-hmm. the uh, so I'm just really honoring you for being able to stand in your feminine spine and also be really present to that little whisper, be really present to where your intuition and where your desires are taking you and then be willing mm-hmm. to honor that, even if it's confronting, even if it requires, you know, letting go of things that may have been a part of your identity or your work for so long. Mm, yeah, it's so huge. And we have these massive attachments, right? These are who we are, who we've created as this is me and this is what is part of me versus like, this is me as my identity. And then these are things that I'm currently doing or currently serving me or as part of my journey in this moment and allowing that to shift and change and release. And I just couldn't for so long. It was like, this is who I am. And without this, what am I? And like, I can't. And without this, am I even worthy as a human being? Like the identities were what I thought that my worth was in. And so being able to detach from them was a lot of grief, to be honest. Like I felt a lot of grief and a lot of unsettling and um, my codependency was, you know, struck hard. (laughs) And um, I really had to learn to get to know who I am and feel worthy in just me as a human and the evolution of figuring that out and the evolution of my desire as well. Absolutely. And kind of on that point, um, you know, I want to be mindful of honoring like your own privacy and kind of circumstance. But I know that there were some key events and circumstances in your life that happened that really catapulted you not only in a deeper journey of self-discovery, but really ultimately to where you are today and how you're serving and supporting these women. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're comfortable sharing, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your journey uh, mm-hmm. of aligning with your desires and starting to live from this place of approval and acceptance. What did that look like mm-hmm. for you and what kind of key events or life changes Um, did you go through that became catalyst for this movement? Mm, Yeah. Um, Well, at the beginning of 2020, it was January and I'd been building a really successful network marketing business for seven years, uh, maybe five and a half years at the time. And I had set out all of my goals and intentions for 2020, as you do. And in this time, I was very much in the mindset of hustle, grind, let's go, like achieve, achieve, achieve. It was very masculine. And I don't know what happened or what the shift was. It was pre-COVID and like something just changed in me. And I was like, I don't know if this is actually what I want. And for the first time in my life, I actually sat down and asked myself, what do I want? Like, what do I want from my career? Because I had gone to dance school when I was 16. So I didn't go to college. I went to dance school for three years, trained as a professional dancer, got injured, let go of that, and then fell into network marketing. And so it always been, as soon as I started that business, it would been like, I'm going for the top position and that's my goal. And then, you know, as I started to ask myself at the beginning of the year, like, what do I actually want? It was like, I never really thought about it. Like, I never really thought, what other options do I have? And that really began a lot of unraveling of me coming back to my truth of like, who am I and what do I want and what am I clinging on to? And as the year unraveled, I was due to get married last summer and I had my whole wedding planned in March. I went to Portugal to plan the wedding, to do the last arrangements. And um, on the way home, I literally got, I was living in New York City at the time. I got back to New York with my now ex, 
plot twist <laughs> um, with my now ex. I got back to our apartment and the day after was when the border shut and everyone went into lockdown. And so we just planned the wedding and we had everything set up to get married in two months and then lockdown hit. And so then it was like, we have to give up the wedding. So we canceled the wedding or rescheduled, whatever. Um, and then we let go of our New York apartment moved to Las Vegas very spontaneously and um, kind of intensely. It wasn't really a decision that I had or that I wanted to do and it just happened. And then I started to get this whisper of, I don't know if I want to be in this relationship anymore. And I wanted to deny it and I wanted to you know, suppress it and ignore it. And every inch of me did not want this to be true because I had so much comfort and joy in my relationship. Like I loved this man. He, was in, he is an incredible man. I have so much respect for him and the love that we'd created and the life that we'd created and everything in me was like, no, like this is great. Just stay here. But there was this whisper telling me that there was something else that I wanted or there was a different path that was meant for me. And so I had to just keep leaning into this. And, you know, there was days where I ignored it, days when I lent more in and over months and months, like maybe this started in July and maybe like four months, I went on like a solo trip. I went traveling for six weeks. Like I did everything to try and ignore it or try and like shift my energy. So then when I would go back to the relationship, it would be okay. And it wasn't. And there was the, the whisper became louder and louder and louder until I couldn't ignore it anymore. And so I had to end my relationship and that felt really confronting and scary because my, you know, it was like us, it was us together and like, where us and without you, who am I? And like, I thought that a lot of my worth was in him and letting go of that was it felt like I was like raw, like I'd been like stripped naked and laying on the table. Like, God, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. I just am in full surrender and trust here. And hopefully this is going to figure it out and it will be revealed why this is the right thing. Cause at the time it didn't, I didn't, couldn't make any sense of it. Um, just a knowing in my body that this was what I had to do. And so, yeah, I let go of that relationship around a year ago now, like literally been a year. And then the last year has just been shedding and recreating and looking at my entire shadow and like where I've done so much damage in the relationship. Who am I figuring that out? Owning myself again, coming back to my own body and like trusting in myself and proving to myself that I have my own back and um, that I'm supported in so many different ways that I didn't know or realize. And that really has been my personal journey and how I now get to help other women in figuring out what are they ignoring? What are they suppressing? What's their actual truth? Can they find comfort in that? Can they lean into it? Can they believe it to be true for themselves? Are they allowing themselves to um, hear it and not ignore it anymore? And can they be brave enough and courageous enough to surrender and trust? And yeah, that's to become the body of work that I'm doing. And it's such a beautiful journey because when we do shed the layers of things that are no longer in service or are no longer authentic to us, we get to refine ourselves and then more magic can be opened. And I think when we're clinging onto things and we have these attachments and we're holding on for dear life, we leave no room for magic to come through. 
And so when we can open ourselves up and create space and trust, we can, you know, receive so much more than we could ever create for ourselves. Like without the plan, we can just have the plan be revealed. So yeah, that's a bit about my journey. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate you being vulnerable and being willing to, you know, bear the full weight of your soul and share Mm. scars and the pain that led to where you are today. Uh, And when we're going through that, you know, like you said, it's sometimes it's so so hard to see the end. It's so hard to know the why or how it's all going to play out better yet. (laughs) And there's that part of us that wants that control, that wants that level of security to know that like we're safe and that everything's taken care of, but being able to truly surrender the vision, surrender um, pretty much everything that you once held near and dear and trust that something better is coming your way and that something better is going to be delivered to you, I think is such like a valiant act of courage. And mm-hmm. I really just want to being willing to be brave and being willing to say yes to that call so that other women could reap the benefits from your yes. Mm-hmm. And I just Thank have, you, you know, <laughs> as, as uh, cliche as it may sound, <laughs> I have so much approval and acceptance for you in this work and in your journey. And, you know, I actually had the pleasure of getting connected to Danielle and us meeting right around this time. I would say like within a month of the breakup happening, we did a like virtual retreat weekend together for a really intense immersive experience and wound up joining, joining a six month program, which was a huge catalyst. I mean, for both of us in so many key areas of our life, but specifically in this feminine work. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's been such a blessing and such a beautiful opportunity to watch you continue to grow and evolve and be so true to your authentic expression with whatever was Mm -hmm. coming through, whatever was coming up, wherever you were at at any given time. And just being Mm -hmm. surrendered to, so present to the call of your own desires and being willing to trust that no matter what that meant or no matter what that brought up for you. Like I said, that's been such an expander for me and a huge expander for so many other women as well. So um, speaking of you being an expander uh, for approval and acceptance, I also hear that you have an incredible already world-bound podcast. I would love to have you share a little bit about that. Yes. Oh my God. Well, first of all, thank you. That was such a special reflection. So I really, yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So my podcast just launched two days ago as we're recording this. It launched on November 1st and it's called Allow, Accept, Approve. And it's a podcast giving women permission to be, do and create whatever it is that they truly desire and figuring out what that is and then having the courage to go after it. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's been on my heart for literally like two years and I've recreated it and deleted it and recreated it and deleted it. And now feels like divine timing because I feel like I'm at such a grounded place in who I am and what my mission and message is. And before it was just not there. (laughs) It was just not quite the thing. It was not the resonant thing. Um, And so, yeah, I'm really excited about it. That's amazing. And beautiful noticing for you, you know, being, again, willing to listen to that call. Um, I'll absolutely plug 
um, a link to her podcast in the show notes. So check that out if you're listening and you want to get connected to her. Uh, we'll also make sure that Danielle shares a way for you to connect with her and like learn more about the body of work that she's in and just like stay tuned with her even on social media because she's always posting like beautiful, aesthetically pleasing, powerfully resonant content. That's just like amazing. So you need to be in her space. <laughs> so we'll share that as well before that. So put that in the show notes. Um, and something that you shared that really speaks to me and my experience, you know, in this work and just like where I'm at in life and business and with my calling and all the things and desire, wrestling with desire and really heeding the call of the feminine. And sometimes that's to go for it and to like put your foot on the gas that go all in on your and on yourself. And sometimes that's actually to pump the brakes or to back off or to hold off on something. Um, and that's something that really resonates for me as well, because as I've been on my journey with the divine feminine, as I've been on my evolutional evolutionary journey in my business, I've been wrestling with this desire to create a coaching certification program and like incubating it and birthing it, or maybe not birthing it <laughs> uh, for over two years as well. So I totally get it because like at the beginning of this year, I was like, I'm going to do it. Like we're going full steam ahead. And like my full body was a no. It was a total no. Assets were ready. Dates were planned. Like everything was like nailed out to a T. And um, I had to like listen to that call and be willing to say like, I don't know why. I don't know what's off, but this feels constricting in my body. It does not feel expansive. Um, and I'm feeling a level of resistance that's putting me in the red. And like, I'm feeling very, very triggered and activated on a lot of internal trauma that I had like felt like I had long released or worked through in the, the inner work that I had done in the prior months, especially, uh, especially around femininity and embodiment and sisterhood and all of these core things that are so intimate and vulnerable that we all experience as women and don't always know or have the skill set to work through. And, you know, I'm grateful for the mentors and the coaches that I've had that have helped to guide me on this feminine path and the expanders, you know, such as yourself that have been in partnership and sisterhood with me on this journey. Uh, but I really had to heed that call. And now I'm in a place where I'm actually like in the waitlist stage and we'll be launching and facilitating the program next year. And it feels so fucking good. It feels so turned on. It feels so aligned. Like, I'm like, thank you. Like it didn't need to make sense for me at the time. And it may have been so hard for me to check my ego and check all my control and all my plans that I created. Um, and to really be willing to like go back to the drawing board and like throw everything in the trash and pretty much start from scratch. And it's exactly what I needed to do. Mm, yeah, that's so huge. Your body knows. Your body always knows. Body and that's always knows. Work that you're doing with women and really this embodiment piece of the feminine work as a whole is so important because if we're stuck in our heads and we're not dropping into our body and connecting to our body, we're not going to hear the whisper. We're not going to feel these subtle nudges and these messages from our body that are guiding us closer mm. to being in alignment with our desires, closer to being in alignment with our fullest and highest expression. Mm. So true. Like you just, you just can't feel it. Like, I feel like for so long I was so numbed out. Like I couldn't feel it. It was just like, go, go, go. Let's just keep pushing. Let's keep doing, let's keep consuming, you know, the whole hustle thing. It's, it's a, it's a toxic environment. And when we can actually sit with ourselves, we can feel into what feels right and what doesn't. And, lean in and trust that um but we're not really taught that ever so it, it's a blessing when we are when we can implement it 
And I'm so excited for your coaching program. That sounds amazing. I'm excited as well. And yeah, I mean, you're literally one of the people that is on the front lines advancing this movement for women. So just honoring and acknowledging you and sending you like so much love for the work that you do in the world. And it really is so sacred. The work that you're doing with women, the work that you've done on yourself and the work that you're bringing to the world is something that's so sacred. And it's such a beautiful opportunity to be able to give that gift to others. Mm. Mm, yeah, filling me all up. <laughs> like, oh, this is so much, but. And have just people just like share what they're getting out of this and just fill you up even more. But we'll have them do that in the comments on social. <laughs> yes. Share on out of this, you know, definitely feel free to reach out to either one of us and ask questions, share any love. Um, we are totally here to hold space for you and to support you with whatever's coming up in this conversation. And on that note, I want to hear from you, Danielle, a little bit more about like what's been possible for you and your clients through this work. What have you been able to create for yourself? What are some of the things that both desires and feelings and sensations and epiphanies and transformations that you've been able to experience on the other side of aligning with your desire mm. oh so much yumminess that I could share with you <laughs> I'm like which story should I share um well I would say overarching that my relationships in all aspects like with my family with myself with my sisters with men um are all elevated because I have a clearer sense of knowing of what I'm available for, what I'm not, who I am, what I want, what I don't, what's my boundaries, all of that. And a deeper sense of like groundedness in my truth and my worth. And so then when I come to relationships, when I come to communicate, I'm no longer not, I'm actually just going to quote that I'm not perfect on this at all, but a huge progress from where I used to be that I no longer seek approval all the time of from people when I am like expressing what I believe or what I want or how I'm feeling. It's just, I have so much approval for myself. So I don't need it so much from everybody else anymore. Um, and I really noticed this with um, men, especially like when I'm now dating and when I'm, you know, consciously connecting with these new men I can have so much respect for myself and it's not a case of do they like me it's a case of do I like them and that was always such a switch you know that was a huge switch in perspective for me because it always felt like I had to you know I wanted to be loved and I wanted to be wanted and I wanted to be seen and approved of and desired and it's like I will be all of those things when I'm in my truth by the right person. And I don't need to shift any of that in order to be that. So I think that's one of the biggest shifts. And what I really love working on with my clients is coming from girl to woman, because this was really big for me. Like I couldn't, I would always rock back into my little girl of, please love me. Let's make this humorous. Let's, you know, dilute the sensation. I couldn't hold on to a tight conversation. I couldn't have conflict. I couldn't speak my truth. I couldn't express a desire without like giggling it off or um, making a joke about it or making it less than what it is. And now I can actually just stand in my feminine spine, like you mentioned, and be like, this is my desire and breathe. Like I 
I, I teach breath work. And so a lot of what I do and embodiment is all through breath and it's, you know, feeling it and letting yourself sit in it and not go into conversation or not brush it off or not giggle it off or not make a joke about it, but just breathe sit in it, express the desire, express the want, feel the sensation and allow it to be what it is and not go back into the little girl of like, I don't know if that's too much to ask for, or I don't know if I'm being too much, or I don't know if I'm taking up enough space or all of these things, right? And staying in your femininity and in your feminine spine and in your woman. And I love seeing the transition in my clients of coming from being um, contracted and their posture being curled over and diluted and just so so not fully who they are to them being wide open and surrendered and powerful and not in a way of aggression or intense assertiveness but just in truth and knowing and it's really beautiful so that's definitely you know, one of the big, well, some of the biggest shifts that I've seen in myself and in my clients, and they just get to create from such a place of ease and truth. Um, and yeah, it's just really precious and juicy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I have heard like wonderful things from everyone that I know that's worked with you or ever been in a workshop with you or been supported by you in any capacity. So cannot speak, you know, high enough volumes about Danielle and the work that she does. And there's something that you spoke to that I want to draw a little bit more attention to, because this has actually been on my heart this week as well. Um, You said something about like when we can, like what we do when we feel like we're being too much. And then this other element that can come up of not enoughness. And this pendulum swing that often we as women go on in our journeys of self-discovery and our journeys of doing the inner work and really becoming in alignment with our truth and in alignment with our desires and starting to listen and tune into that intuition and get into our body and allow that to be the guide. Um, And something that a breakthrough that I had a few weeks ago, actually in an NLP training that I was in, it was an intense high level three day NLP training. Um, so like 21 hours <laughs> of like intense NLP and like modeling and exercises, a lot of group participation um, and a lot of opportunity to actually display and like work on these tools and these skills, these coaching skills. Um, and one of the things that came through for me, it was actually uh, when someone else from the audience was helping one of the moderators to facilitate or model one of the coaching tools specifically around this process of releasing, releasing um stuck emotion from a core trauma or from a core memory in the past and how essentially the first time that we experience that emotion or a very, very profound or monumental time that we experience that emotion is actually what's storing the majority of the energy that's causing that to come up for us in the present moment. And if we can go back and release that utilizing time techniques, um, then we can essentially start to release and shift some of the stuck emotion from things that we could be holding in our body or in our subconscious mind. And then as a byproduct of that, be able to more potently and more powerfully like rewire and create a new belief, a new pattern or a new paradigm for ourselves. So as this facilitation was happening, the person in the group who was being led through this time technique um, started just sharing like what was coming up for them in the feelings. And like, I instantly felt um, like a gut instinct and had this like very clear phrase or very clear kind of potent realization come to me in such a profound way, which I want to share with everyone that's listening. And it was being too much 
leads to feeling like you have to be less, which turns into not enough. <laughs> and it yeah. was, it was so powerful. Like I, even as I'm speaking about it in this moment, it was weeks ago and I've dove into this and unpacked this and set with this for myself um, and really just marinated on this. And I still feel like full body activation whenever I share the transmission and what I realized for myself in that and what I'm, you know, feeling called to share, because I think it's going to speak to a lot of women who are listening is that as I went through my journey and tried to do work around my own unworthiness, something that you had shared a lot in your experience as well, I realized the reason that it wasn't fully clicking for me was because it wasn't actually the root cause of the trauma. The root cause of the trauma wasn't the unworthiness at the core. That was a symptom. It was actually the too muchness and the lack of approval. <laughs> I didn't think of it in these words, but utilizing, you know, a lot of your framework and the, the, the way that you work with your clients, having approval for those parts of myself for my too muchness was the key to unlocking the freedom on the other side and being able to truly release this unworthiness story. So yeah. it was so powerful. It was so potent. And like you were saying, like we take these things on as our truth. We take these things on as our identity and I won't be taking on that identity any longer. So I hope that the people, yes, it was <laughs> because you know what? I am too much. And that's exactly the right amount for me. Mm. And for everybody who you, you know, need to work with and deliver to and need in your circumference. Yes. So huge. Wow. What a beautiful transmission that you had. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for bringing that up so that I had the opportunity to share that because it's like I said, it's been sitting on my heart. I've been, I've been really like marinating on it and I'm the kind of person that, and you know, everyone has their own preferences with how they share in their relationship to vulnerability. But um, when I'm going through something, I just sit with it before I talk about it a lot, before I share about it, before I like go public or tell my clients or share with my audience or kind of use it as a teaching moment. I make sure that like I have gotten everything that I need to get out of it before I'm ready to share the transmission. So it's something that I've really been sitting with and playing with and, you know, kind of wrestling with on my own. And I actually just put out an email this morning talking about that experience. So it's so divine that you bring that up in our conversation. And I appreciate you um, setting me up for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We're so divine. And it's just what you said, like it's anything that we, that we feel uncomfortable with, or we don't have full approval of as soon as we can have approval for it, usually so much shifts. It's just whatever your conditioning or your belief is around that of, is it going to, you know, push people away and all of these things, the reason why we are not in our full expression and when we just have approval, it just dissipates all of those old beliefs. It's like, those don't even matter anymore. It's like, this is who I am and I'm okay with it. It's so beautiful. And it's so powerful um, to be willing to not just like own the power of who you are and step into your own greatness, but to be willing to release all of the safety mechanisms and all of the conditioning that you learned or took on to stay safe or to you know, stay small. Ultimately, that's the cost or the consequence that we get into as we take those identities into our adult life. However, you know, similar to things that you shared around giving yourself grace and giving yourself space, there's so much compassion that we have to show ourselves as we do this deeper inner work, as we do some of the shadow work that comes up as we go on a journey of 
desire uh, and really being willing to sit with that is something that can be so uncomfortable. So just, you know, acknowledging you and everyone who's willing to do this feminine work because it's not easy. It is hard. Mm. It'll work. That's the whole acceptance piece. It's like, just accept who you are in that moment. And it's, you know, it's part of the ride. If you weren't that person, you'd have nothing to grow from or like you would have no lesson to learn. And so it's just so much part of it. And yeah, so much compassion to each part of ourselves. Like even as I, you know, one of my biggest resistance in launching the podcast was that I changed so much so fast. And like my mindset and my beliefs changed really fast. Like I could record this and in two weeks when it airs, like think something different. I'll be like, I don't believe that anymore. And it's just compassion for who I am now and willingness to grow and expand into who I'm going to become next week or tomorrow. And you don't owe anything to anybody. And I hope that people are always evolving and changing and taking on new beliefs and being open for new concepts and ideas and willingness to question what it is that they believe and expand into newness in that Otherwise, we're just settling for who we are in this moment when we have so much possibility of growing into something even more juicy and expansive and beautiful and of service. So yeah, I love that. So much compassion for where we're at, so much compassion for where we're going and who we were. Yeah, absolutely. I actually did an abundance meditation this morning in one of the, by Bob Proctor, if you're familiar with him. I love Bob Proctor. He, one of the lines that he said, um, that resonated with something that you just shared is ultimately that abundance as we are tuning into abundance as we are honoring like our authentic expression like spirit is always for expansion so if we are mm. living a life if we are truly surrendered to the divine feminine whispers then ultimately that's going to continue to be an, a journey of evolution and expansion it's not linear. It is not something that we can clearly map out on the timeline or expect or project necessarily. And like you said, you know, if we're willing to surrender to this life, if we're willing to surrender to this way of being, because it really is a lifestyle, um, it's so magical and so beautiful what is possible on the other side. So thank mm. you thing that you shared. I think we've gotten into so much good stuff. And as we start to wrap up on this episode, I'd love to ask you um, a crucial question <laughs> that we ask many of our guests here on the show, um, which is what does wealth mean to you? I know we're kind of like er, sidetracking, but I think, you know, wealth is something that's so much more than dollars and cents. It is really about a way of being, a level of embodiment. And that's something that I think that you really, really actualize and embody so well. And the reason that so many people uh, feel called to you or magnetized towards working with you, being on your podcast and just connecting and collaborating with you in any capacity is because you're so clear on your authentic expression and you're owning it so fearlessly that it's like people can't help but want to be in that energy. So I'd love to have you share a little bit about what wealth means to you other than just your wealthy energy. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, well, I just want to name the fact that I'm, I'm like getting so in my head around, oh my God, I need to make this the most brilliant answer ever. <laughs> like, I don't want to get this question wrong. What is wealth? And now I'm like questioning what I believe wealth is. Just naming that thought process. I would say that wealth in this moment means to me being able to see the richness and the beauty in life 
I think that when you can acknowledge beauty in each moment, whether it's when you're drinking a cup of hot tea in the morning or watching the fog rise off the ground or feeling cozy in a blanket and just feeling the beauty in each moment, you feel wealthy. You feel rich in gratitude and love and surroundings. And to me, that is wealth when you're in full presence of what is now and this moment. I think that makes you extremely wealthy because on the other side, I think you feel unwealthy if you can't acknowledge what's already here in this moment it's always about what's lacking versus the abundance it already is beautiful thank you so much for sharing that and I have to share <laughs> your British heritage is definitely showing <laughs> actually I lived in the UK for about seven months um in I was gonna say grad school but it was actually the end of my bachelorette um but anywho so when you were sharing, I had such a clear mental picture of like you at your family's cabin, like sipping hot tea with the pond, like enjoying this beautiful view. And for those of you guys who don't know what the heck I'm talking about, then follow Danielle on social media. She's there. If she, assuming that she's in the UK and she's not somewhere else in the world, she's there once a week, once every other week. And it's like gorgeous just to be able to like be there with you vicariously through social media oh my god that is like the beautiful moment of wealth actually my family have this log cabin that my granddad built like he bought three fields absolutely nothing on them planted all of the trees himself like this was like 25 years ago planted hundreds of trees dug out this pond the lake that you see and just recently well not recently like maybe nine years ago we had a cabin built but we used to just have a caravan and our entire family go up to this cabin every Sunday and they gather and they, you know, we share stories, what's happened for the week, we drink tea together, we eat biscuits. And it's a, it's a very rich moment. It definitely feels wealthy. It feels like, wow, how blessed and lucky we are to have this and to have like our grandpa, well, my grandparents to have created this for us so that we can stay connected to each other. So yeah, I love that you brought that vision through as I was sharing what wealth is, because that definitely is a moment when I feel wealthy when my family are together in that scene. That's incredible. Yeah. And it's, it's a sacred space, you know, it's a sacred space where so, so can intimacy and connections able to happen. And like you were sharing before, if you hadn't done this inner work, if you hadn't gone on this path of listening to your desires and becoming in approval and acceptance for your desires, then it might not be possible for you to receive that fully. Whether that looks like you not being able to be present or not being in a state of gratitude to be able to receive fully everything that the universe and your family and those that love you and also, also what you have for yourself in that moment. It would be hard to receive that if you weren't open to those possibilities and being able to be in that tender space of seeing the beauty in every moment and being in gratitude and being in abundance and being in connection, which it's so, I feel like as we're starting to wrap up, I really just wanna, I'm feeling the call to like communicate this full circle moment, which is we dampen our shine or turn down the volume or compromise things about ourselves in order to be liked. And then at the same time, that actually hinders our ability to be able to connect deeply on an intimate level. So it's such a paradoxical element where we're not realizing how unconsciously we're self-sabotaging ourselves. So it's just a further testament to this work and how powerful it is for women, especially to go on this journey of getting right with their desire. And thank you so much. Mm -hmm.
to do in this space to help to make that possible. And as we are heading out, I would love if you could just quickly share with our listeners how they can connect with you if they're interested in learning more about your work or tuning into your podcast or, you know, just keeping up with uh, the sexy cabin views. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all of it. Um, well, my Instagram for sure, it's Danielle Hatton. It has two ends. I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. Um, I share tons of different things on there all the time. And then the podcast is called Allow, Accept, Approve. And it has its own Instagram where I'm sharing quotes every single day. So um, there is a piece of juice every day on there. And then I have a program coming out in December and I currently have the wait list open. So if you're curious about that at all, the link is in my bio on my Instagram. It's going to be a six week program where we dive deep into embodiment, figuring out what you really want. It's called aligned and alive. So it's aligning yourself up to feel alive in your life and not be flat and stagnant anymore. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you just want to boost your life up and you want to create more juice and pleasure and be connected to your desire and have courage and leaning into that. That's what the program is for. And so, yeah, that's the work that I'm doing at the moment. I also do one-on-one coaching. I, depending on when this comes out, you can reach out and see if I have any spaces open or not and be on, on the list for that. But yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been such a pleasure and delight and I'm so inspired by you and everything that you're doing. And it's beautiful to see and to witness and be a part of. Yeah. Thank you so much, Danielle. It was so good having you on the podcast too. I feel like we're probably going to have to do this again soon because there's so, so much more here that we could get into. Oh my God. I want to talk about the um, intimacy thing that you just said about if you're not your true self, when you, when you're pretending to be something else, you, you don't have the deep intimacy and it's so true. And I have so much evidence to share. So we should definitely talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's going to be a whole episode in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. Definitely let us know, show us some love, whether you want to download this episode, share it with a friend, post it on social media. Um, We want to see some love from you so that we can be motivated to continue this conversation. are uh, just such a light uh, and such an honor to know you and to be in sisterhood with you and to be able to collaborate and connect with you in this capacity. And I can't wait to see what is possible on the other side of this program that you're putting together for the six week container. So definitely check that out. um, Ladies, if you're feeling called to it, And we, like I said, we'll share everything in the show notes down below. You can click to read more about how you can connect with Danielle, as well as to get more information on the podcast and to tune into that. Definitely tune in, subscribe, share that with your audience and leave a review for her. If it's something that really speaks to you, feel free to share a five-star review because especially as a new podcast, this will really help Danielle to expand her impact and to connect with and reach even more women with this message. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode resonated with you, please share it on social media or send it to a friend you think would love it too. Want to hear more episodes? Subscribe so that you'll be the first to know when we drop a new episode and also leave a five-star review on iTunes. Your support means the world to us. Let us know how the podcast is impacting you so we can empower more women through the Women of Wealth podcast. For more info on me, you can visit lawlessbalance.com slash resources. Got some free cool stuff for you in there too. Or come hang out with me on Instagram at lawlessbalance. See you there.